You're listening to the Journey to Launch podcast, an impromptu episode on the coronavirus, the market fluctuation, and all the craziness happening in the world right now. Let's talk about it. T minus 10 seconds. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, 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 journeyers. So I actually decided to do a kind of impromptu podcast episode. I've been sitting here kind of back and forth with my kids and doing work, and I know things are actually going really crazy in the world right now, and I must admit, I'm definitely one of those people where I am not one to really pay attention or watch the news and negative things, because I do believe that what we think um, is what happens in the world, but this is one of those times where this is not just like thoughts, right? These are actual things happening to our world, to our society, to our money, right? Um, if we have money in our investment accounts, to our jobs, to our incomes, there is so much happening in the world right now. So it's not something like you can kind of bury your head in the sand and ignore. So I decided I would just do an impromptu episode to talk about it because I don't have all the answers, but I know that a lot of you guys, a lot of you journeyers have been following me for a bit and listening and maybe you're really worried right now. I'm worried about your money, worried about your job and income and just your health and the world. So I thought maybe it would just be helpful to share my perspectives and my opinions and what I'm doing in the hopes that it can maybe help someone else out there. So first, you know, the world at this point is kind of going crazy. Um, we have the coronavirus um, happening. We have the markets like declining, our financial markets declining. We have events being canceled. Um, we have people who basically are not able to work or are losing out on income. So there's so much happening. And so this is actually not meant to like also add on top of like all the fears that are happening because I'm also very conscious of that, not wanting to be one of those voices that, you know, talks about the sky falling. But then also I want to be one of those voices that basically maybe helps in terms of easing fears or at least in solidarity talking about what we can do to um, protect ourselves as much as we can. So I first wanted to just address, um, you know, if you are someone who is high prone to anxiety, even if you're not right, like, I don't think I'm a very anxious person. But um, I think with everything going on, it's really easy to become anxious. And um, our mental health at this point is really important. So I'm not saying that you turn off the news and not be kept up to date on what's going on. But if you do find that you get triggered easily, um, sometimes it's good to take a break and to step back from all the craziness um, that is happening um, because it is a lot of like piling on like what's been happening in the last few weeks and months. Like I've so many memes and um, like on Twitter and Instagram, all this stuff about like 2020 being like the worst and it's only three months. Like we're not even done with the first three months of the month. Like we're just getting into March and it's already so crazy. So with that, if you are like prone to anxiety or depression, um, sometimes you, it, you need to take a break from all this social media and media um, going on. Now, I wanted to talk about first like the financial markets. So 
more than likely if you are invested in the market. So I want to talk about that too, because I think sometimes as um, personal finance educators and people in the space, we kind of assume people understand and know like some of the things that we throw out and we talk about. But when it comes to like your investments, right? So you are an investor. If you have a retirement account, uh, if you, which most likely you may have, um, or just like if you're just investing your money in taxable accounts or anything, you are an investor. And so more than likely your money currently is being affected by what's happening. And so the market um, basically has been on a tailspin for the past couple weeks. You know, it, it, it like there was like a little bounce back last week, but it's been pretty crazy. So I wanted to talk about like investing and if you are someone who is worried about your investments. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my investing view, my personal investing view, what I'm doing. And then hopefully this can help you if you're kind of like really worried about your investments right now. So ultimately, I'm in investing for the long term which means that I am not using or looking to use any of my investment money. So my money in my retirement accounts or even my taxable accounts, like I don't have a need for that money now. And so hopefully, and more than likely you right now, if you have a 401k or 403b, you're not really looking to use that money right now. Like this is something that you're looking to grow over time. So if you are a long-term investor, you're not looking to use that money right now, you don't need it to live and pay your bills, then yes, the market is in turmoil. If you look at your current investments and balances and returns, they will be down. They have lost value probably if you have been in the market for a bit. And the thing is, if you're a long-term investor and you don't plan on using that money anytime soon, you can ride out this market fluctuation and all you have to do is wait which sounds easier for some people and is easier for some people than others. Like for me, it's pretty easy. I Even before the market craziness, like I was not a person that checked my accounts and balances that much. So like my investment accounts balances. I check my bank account when I'm doing my budget, but more like my investment accounts, like my 401k and my Vanguard accounts. I'm not logging in. Even when the market was great, I wasn't logging in every other week or every day to look at it. I'm a set it and kind of forget it kind of person because I have so much going on in my life. So for me, not looking at my accounts right now works and I can avoid that. So I would actually, if you are a long-term investor, you're not really um, concerned with using that money now, looking will only heighten your anxiety and fear um, because it will be down. Your balances will be down because of the market uh, fluctuation and turmoil. And so you're going to like lose money only if you sell. So if you're not planning to sell anything, like sell any of your investments or get out of your equity positions, right, anytime soon, then all you have to do is wait it out. Um, the market constantly dips and resets and and also bounces back. That is part of the risk you take when you invest your money. So no risk, no reward um, almost. And so I would say... That again, if you're a long-term investor and by long-term, meaning like you don't need the money one to survive and, and, and use right away and you don't need the money within like five years, right? Like you can leave the money in there and have it right out this market, then don't panic. I know again, it's easier said than done, but don't sell while the market is down, right? If anything, and again, this is going to sound like a kind of like, okay, it's easier said than done, Jamila. If anything, this is a great time to buy 
if you have the capital, right? Now, I will admit, right? So for me, I actually, which I'm really proud of, last week, <laughs> last week, we actually um, maxed out our Roth IRAs for 2019. So Roth IRAs is an investment vehicle and in retirement account with after-tax money that you can invest. Um, every person has that right to invest in it, depending on your income level. So if you at, are at a certain income level, you may have to go to the back door Roth way. But anyway, my husband and I, we were able to max out our 2019 Roth IRAs. And we did that like last week. And it, of course, like doing it like so real life, real talk. <laughs> While I was buying, because I, I, I invest in index funds. Um, I always talk about my love for index funds. And so I invested, you know, and I maxed out our Roth IRAs via index funds. And when I bought it, of course, things in my head were things like, well, should you wait? The market is declining. What if this is not the right time to buy? And I had to, I had to reassure myself that, listen, again, you're in this for the long term. You don't know when the market bottom is. You don't know when it's going to stop declining or when it's going to go up. Put the money in and don't look at it again, right? And so that's what I did. We maxed out our 2019 Roth IRAs last week. Of course, I'm sure we've lost money since then, but lost money on the books, right? Not in real life because we have not sold and we're not backing out, right? So it's kind of like, okay, we're leaving it in there and we're not looking to touch that money for years, for years to come. I'm talking about our money and our investment accounts are not going to be touched for another 20, 30 years. So if you're in a situation like me where you have a long time till retirement, or even if you're looking to do fire and early retire, and you're not using that money, putting money in and buying at this point, it's like it's a sale. Like think about if your favorite designer or if like a car you really wanted went on sale and you knew it was going to go back up to regular market price. That is why like it's such a great time to buy if you have the money, right? If you have the capital. So you're not using capital because I'm going to get into actually like income, like what's happening with people's income and the uncertainty. But if you have extra capital and money to invest for the long term, and even if you're a short term investor, this is this is a, 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 a positive or a good time. I shouldn't say positive. A good time to look at buying things because technically they are on sale. So really, like personally, that's what, you know, I did, you know, so I'm not just like saying, oh, go invest. Like literally we bought, you know, and maxed out our Roth IRAs last week in the middle of the market turmoil. turmoil. And quite honestly, like if I can start contributing to our 2020 Roth IRAs now, we will. Um, so it's really just a matter of getting the capital to do that and making sure any money that we're using to invest is not money that we'll need um, anytime soon. So that's kind of like my take on investing. Um, so if you are investing or you have a retirement account, my guess is if you have to look because you, you know, you want to stress yourself out, go ahead. But if you don't um, need to look at it because you don't need to use this money anytime soon, I would suggest um, stepping back and not becoming obsessed with it because you're not going to like what you see. And if you're not someone who's um, disciplined or can like write it out or look at it, you know, look at the numbers and not react, then it you might do something rash. So that's my kind of take on investments and investing at the moment. Work and income. So whether you're a full-time employee, contractor, or you work part-time or self-employed, you've probably been impacted by what's going on, like regardless, no matter like what your frame of work scenario is. 
And, you know, I think the people who are going to be hit the most with this are people who don't have full medical coverage and benefits and the people who only get paid when they actually work. You know, with all these cancellations of events, like we just um, got notified that the NBA canceled their games. Right. And so it's like the players will still get their money. Right. But what about all the workers who are working in the stadiums? Right. And then all these other events like the South by South West Festival and um, all these other things, even like personally, some things that I was supposed to go to all are getting canceled. So it's not just like the people like going right that if you're a contractor, and you were contracted to do that kind of work, and you're going to get paid. And now you're not going to get paid, that's going to affect your income, or the people who are servicing and working on these events. So, um, you know, this is going to have a devastating impact on a lot of people's income, this current climate. And so I personally, I recommend if your income is heavily dependent or at risk with what's happening uh, with the current recent events, that it's really a good time. I know, I know you don't want to hear this, but it's a great time to look at your budget. So um, now is the time to really look at your budget, because what you're going to want to do is if your money is or your your income is dependent on these things that are really outside of your control and can fluctuate, then you're just going to want to understand where you can cut out things or minimize expenses if and when you need to. So I call it just being agile, financially agile. You know, is there like pockets or things in your budget line items that you can literally be like, I can cancel that, I can cancel that and then be able to survive if I need to, you know, like worst case scenario, right? Like if you, if you don't have any income coming in because of these cancellations and the impact on the, on the economy, can you um, like is your lease coming up right where you is there someone else you can you get a roommate I know these are more long-term strategies not something you can do tomorrow but it's like it's time to actually just start thinking about what you can do in case you really are not receiving the income that you're dependent on to live now I hate to sound like a mom but I'm a mom and you know like how if like my kids like if they do like if they fall right if they fall and they're on the floor and like because they're doing something they weren't supposed to and I'm just like you know when they fall right they don't want to hear like why'd you like you know you shouldn't have been doing that in the first place what is going on like they don't want to hear that I remember being a kid and when like you know you get hurt or you fall then you get chastised it's like this is not the time I need to hear that like make sure I'm okay first and then we talk about it and so I hate I don't want to be like that in this situation so I'm not gonna there's no chastising on my behalf at all but this is the reason for a budget and emergency fund so it's not something maybe you can concentrate on now but once things do level off again, this is why it's so important to have this as a primary goal for yourself if you don't have one. An emergency fund, because the emergency fund is to help in times of unpredictable emergencies. Like, who would have thought we would have had all this going on, um, the the virus, and then just stock market and all these event can- cancellations, right? So a loss of income and unpredictable emergencies This is what the emergency fund is for. So you can have money to help supplement any loss of income. So when you have a moment, when things get back, this is why it's so important to focus on these goals. And of course, the budget is important because you're not going to really understand like where you can cut, what you can do, how maybe um, how much more money you can save or invest or whatever if you don't understand where your money is going so that's why the budget is so important and again I know it's like for a lot of people that's the last thing on their mind but I know that 
financially, this is going to have a lasting impact for a lot of people. And so if you're lucky enough to have a job in which, you know, you can work from home and you still get paid, then you're very lucky. Um, and that's amazing, right? And so it's, you can still really like make sure you are financially like prepared and still working on your goals and paying down debt. Because can you imagine like, you know, there's always this adage of, and I personally kind of face this myself with, okay, if you know you had enough money, should you pay off like all your debt, I mean, including a mortgage or invest? And so some people who like paid off their mortgages are like, and hey, this is why I paid off my mortgage. So when things like this happen, when the world goes to SHIT, it's one less bill that I have to worry about paying, right? Um, and people who are on the other side talk about investing usually say, well, it's investing and, you know, you make more money in the market. But in times like this, you kind of see why the less debt you have, the better, because it's more or less money that has to go out to other people in case there is a fluctuation in your income. So I know that with the income, um, it's really hard to uh, basically normalize if you're dependent on everything that's happening but really just look at your budget see what things you can potentially cut out if you need to so that you can survive in terms of your expenses until hopefully things get back to normal at some point health and safety of course it's like the old adage of washing your hands and being safe um you know it's interesting because you know i don't understand a lot about this virus i honestly don't um i'm still learning like most people and, you know, from what I understand, like I am a healthy, you know, mid 30s adult, like I'm more low at risk. So even if I catch the virus, the potential of me um, having a fatality from it is low. But that doesn't mean that I can't be a carrier and and put other people who have higher risk in danger. Right. So like older family members or people who have compromised immune systems. So even though you might be healthy and you don't think anything can happen to you personally, um, you do need to be a good citizen in general and be aware of the people around you that may be compromised. And so if you have older people in your family or if you um, in your neighborhood that you are um, like, you know, you're in contact with or you know, like it's really a great time to maybe knock on a door, give them a call and see if they need any help. So, for example, like my grandmother, I called her today and she was just like, oh, I think I'm going to go like I need coffee. I'm going to go to the store. And, you know, she's older. And I'm like, no, you're not going to go to the store. Like, I don't live close to her. So I, I basically I text my mom and my sister. And I'm like, can one of you guys go pick up her coffee so she doesn't have to go outside, you know? Um, and so things like that or people in your neighborhood. Right. Sometimes I think we take for granted, like if you um, have someone in your family like that you can check up on, maybe there's an older family, uh, older person in your neighborhood that doesn't have someone and they need maybe someone to check on them. So just look out for your neighbor and people if they need help. Um, because I think it's just being a good citizen in terms of trying to help other people is important. And of course, um, safety in terms of washing your hands. And if you have kids, oh my gosh. So for me, you know, I have three kids, five, three, and one. And I had to go actually somewhere with my three-year-old. I had to go into the city the other day. And so we had to take public transportation and he sucks his thumb. He didn't suck it while we were out, thank God. But he's, you know, he's a kid. He touches things and he touches his face. So I felt like I was going crazy <laughs> trying to stop him from touching everything. But, um, you know, like with that, it's just hard when you have children who are just like, 
don't care or they don't understand. But um, I was actually pleased because my oldest um, is talking about and is washing his hands a lot longer than he used to because of all the precautions and the things they tell him at school and what we're seeing at home. So just continue to do that and look out for your neighbor. Travel and events. And so I guess I just wanted to end with travel and events because personally, you know, I've had actually a couple of events canceled that I was one, either scheduled to talk at or to just attend on my like myself um, personally. And, you know, I'd, I'd rather be safe than sorry with, in terms of events, like if the person or the organization feels they need to cancel. But then you look at all like these major events canceling, like the uh, NBA and um, like I actually looked up online just now and all the local library events because my my kids, when they're home, they go to like the book, the mommy and me book stuff. And that's all canceled now. Right. And so it's just like I feel like it's becoming more real because all these things that like typically would be just like go you go about your business like people are canceling. And again, it's better to be safe than sorry. Even with travel, I actually have a trip coming up it's already paid for <laughs> uh well the flight is already paid for at the end of what this the end of march to mexico it's like a girl's trip and we were so looking forward to this like last week in our little girl group chat we were kind of you know we had the memes like going on being in the airport in our in our mats and our gloves and we still going on our trip kind of thing and now since like more is unfolding we're kind of like hmm should we still go on this trip, right? Like, part of me is just like, I still want to go, but is it the smartest thing to do? I don't know. I have not, I have not come up with a final answer yet. We are playing it by ear, um, but we're figuring it out. So it's like this stuff, like, is so it's hitting home for all of us. Um, and I just wanted to come on, do kind of like a bonus episode. I don't even know what number this would be to kind of just solidarity, like journeyers. I'm here with you. Um, I hope that you're doing okay mentally, emotionally. It's a lot. It's a lot that's happened in the last um, few months. And um, especially with money, right? Like I know this is a money-based podcast, but I like to think that this is a life-based podcast. And so I just wanted to kind of come on and share what's going on in my world and give some tips on how possibly you can handle it in your world. And I'd love to hear um, any, just, I don't know, if anything came up for you, um, how you're handling the situation in your life, whether it's investing or traveling or income, what's going on for you? Um, I hope you enjoyed this kind of bonus episode. And yeah, let me know what you think. Go to journeytolaunch.com. I can't even give you the episode number. Um, but if you go to journeytolaunch.com, you can find more stuff. Oh, by the way, I did come up with a jumpstart guide. So in the midst of all this craziness, last week, I did come up with a jumpstart guide to help you. So if you are on your journey to financial freedom and independence and you listen to this podcast, maybe you're totally new. Maybe you're just finding out about the podcast and you're like, okay, where do I start? I created a guide that you can text. So you can text launch to 33777, text launch to 33777 to get your free journey or guide. It basically gives you a list that you can click on 
to the episodes, like the most downloaded episodes, my favorite episodes. It gives you a breakdown of the journey or stages, which where you can go through to get to financial independence, like from the very beginning, gives you some steps. And it's really just a guide that you can um, use for yourself to get started or send to someone else that may need it. So it's totally free. Text launch to 33777 and join me on social media. I mostly hang out on Instagram, sometimes Twitter, but I'm at journey to launch. Love to hear your thoughts on this episode. And until next time I record or you hear or hear my voice stay safe stay healthy stay sane as much as you can and I'm with you journeyers I'm here okay until next week or next time keep on journeying journeyers